Meanwhile, in this issue of What If, What If Storm said what was on her mind to the Quiet Council. Storm, yes. Um, our next order of business is very important. We're going to need you to fly All right, us listen, to- sh- sh- Sebastian Shaw, why don't you shut the fuck up, okay? <gasps> shut the fuck up. All right, I just want to say something, okay? Now that this whole sinister shit is over with, okay? Here's what I got to say. Xavier, fuck you. What? Mystique, fuck you. <gasps> Destiny, fuck you. I knew it. Emma, fuck you. Oh, Kitty, God. Kitty, remember that time where you hated my mohawk? Yeah. Fuck you, you oh. bitch. Oh. Fuck all of you. I'm just oh. gonna worry about oh. Storm, okay? You can all fuck off. The only one I'm gonna fuck with is Colossus here. Colossus, you're my main man. You got my back, okay? Right? Right? Help me, I'm being mind controlled. <laughs> oh my God, isn't he hilarious? I love that. All right, well, I'm gonna go back to Mars and the rest of you can go fuck off. Bye. Oil can. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 260, Too Sexy, of Comic Book Queers, colon, Legacy. I am your host, Brett, and with me, as always, is your host, Evil Jeff. Hi, Evil Jeff. (gasps) Hello, 260. Does that number have any significance for anything? Too sexy does. Okay. Well, I'm 260 for your love. Um, 260, 260 for your party. The way I'm disco dancing. I love how those uh, right said Fred were all just clearly a bunch of faggots. Big faggots. And back in 1990, everyone was like, oh, they're, they're so funny. Manly. Yeah, they have big muscles, so they must be straight. Look at them. They're so manly. (laughs) Oh, straight people. When will they ever learn? That was back when people would watch Liberace and be like, oh, my God, I love his. He's so handsome. I wonder if, like, maybe he could meet my daughter. Uh, I'll always be dreaming about that hunky rock Hudson. He's a real Uh, man. Well, he he did. No, he was given. He was given straight men. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Kind of a queen, though, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, girl. Listen, do we have any hot topics? Do we have any hot topics? I'd like to give a little shout out, especially with Storm giving a fuck you. I just want to give a quick fuck you to Richard Dreyfus. I don't know if you read about oh, him. Oh, what did he do? Richard Dreyfus. Well, they apparently the Oscars Is this a hot just, topic? It is. Okay, hit that music. Okay, hit it. We got some hot, we got some hot topics, yeah. The Oscars just updated their requirements to be nominated for Best Picture. Okay. And they actually are like, you have to have some form of inclusion. Yes. And I will tell you this, when you read the requirements, you can have pretty much an all-white cast, you can have an all-white story and still get- But they're quantifying it, right? It is, yeah, it's not hard. It's really not hard. It's almost as if it should be that way naturally anyway. 
Yeah, it's really just pushing a thing behind the scenes of like, let's stop just getting your nephew to come get a job. Let's actually hire people. Let's stop getting interns and actually paying people and getting more diverse people in. It's it's and it, it's it is a very it's it's nothing crazy. But Richard Dreyfus decided to go all right wing nut job and be like, this makes me want to vomit. And then he ended vomit. it with. Yes, it makes him want to vomit, vomit how woke everything is. Vomit. And then he ended it with, did you know Lawrence Olivier was the last white person to play Othello? And that means I can never play Othello. And so I can never play a... That's ridiculous to say I can never play a black person again. You should never and be then playing like, Othello. You should never um, be playing Othello. And then it's just crazy where it's like, okay, that's the hill you want to die on, that I should be able to play black people. And so a good old Richard Dreyfus, go fuck yourself. Richard Dreyfus, what's you the can, last thing you've ever done? You can shove it Nothing. up Mr. Holland's anus, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're just mad because you don't have a career anymore. Anyway, bring out the jaws of life for Richard Dreyfus's career. That's all I got. What a soapbox. Fuck you, Richard Dreyfus. Ew. Yeah. I'm so sick of these old ass men talking. Yeah. Straight men. Oh, and then another hot topic, just to like, by the time this comes out, uh, Trump was convicted of- Liable. Oh, he was found liable- For sexual- For sexual assault. assault. Sexual assault. Sexual assault. Also, yeah. Evil Jeff, do you have any insider insight to the WGA strike at all? Like how fucked up it is and again, how the ask is minimal? Yeah, basically, I think the problem is is they know they're going to have to give in. They will. And so and so I think they're going to try and push it for as long as they can. So they're going to basically try and push it until they run out of material. Um, yeah, because they're doing these threats of like, oh, we're going to do AI. And you're like, oh, I mean, AI is like the AI. Have you read an AI? Have you read an yeah, AI it's, script? It's, we did. We read the Storm and <laughs> yeah, Jean Grey they're one. They're awful. And it's, they all end the same. Well, so do movies. Yeah. It's, but it's also because you can't. And I will tell you this. The AI thing will be very prescient when you talk about Guardians of the Galaxy. AI is the same problem. Uh, that uh, what's his name? The uh, the evolu- what's his name? The high man? evolutionary. The high evolutionary. His problem with creating uh, perfect mankind is the same problem with AI. I think there's an unca- like there's a limit on AI where it needs to become sentient before it can be creative. Of so course, you really can't ask it. They're like, oh, we'll just have you uh, interpret. We're just going to take a book and tell AI to make a movie out of it. I'm like, that would be garbage. Do you know like I mean, the. It- uh, it feels like such so a bad. it feels like such a false counter to the writer's argument. Well, like we're just going to use AI. Like, no, you're not. It's such a fake threat. I yeah, mean, and, and who knows? Maybe one day, one day, maybe AI yeah, sure. will be capable of it, but not they're, today. Uh, they're working on so it right fucking now. Pay Trust the money. And pay it, the. I mean, money. it's minuscule. It's like less than two percent of profits that writers are asking for. Yes, and- but but here is the main problem. They're saying, oh, it's less than this. Here's the problem, though. No streaming service has ever made a profit. Well, that's the, every that's streaming the service. Problem. Every streaming service that has money, like Amazon Prime, they do not make a profit on the shows. They make a profit on the store. 
Disney does not make a profit on Disney Plus. The Warner Brothers, Max, that does not make a profit. Netflix has never made a profit. But don't they tell their investors they're making profits? Well, no. Well, that's why do you think the mess with HBO Max is happening? Because it got bought by Discovery, sure. which did make a profit. And they're like, as we're going to make asshole. this profitable. We're going to destroy all of these things, take everything off forever, do it by tax write-ups. That's what you get when you start trying to make it profitable. The only problem is all of these things like HBO has Discovery. They all have something that is profitable separate. Yeah. Yes. Netflix does not have that. And Netflix is the holdout. Netflix is the holdout that doesn't want to pay because they do not have any money. Amazing. So Yeah, they'll they'll fail. And But here's what's gonna so. happen is they're basically just gonna release, we're just gonna get a whole bunch of crappy. The the last of the written shows are gonna come out. And then and we're then gonna crap. get a bunch of then we're gonna get a bunch of reality TV. And that's the thing, reality TV is fun, but people do not want just reality TV. And here is where the danger is. If you have too much crap on TV, everyone is just going to start watching TikToks. And if they like, right. well, and most young people are like, oh, these TikToks are more enjoyable. I don't need to go back to streaming. And then we'll if you never, lose the streamers, they're never going to come back. They'll never come back because their attention span will be gone. Like there will be no more long form attention span. Yeah. So that's the thing is they need to, they, they think they have the power, but they, they have no power. It's inevitable. So they need to give the, they need to give the writers the money they need. Yeah. And if it means the end of Netflix, so be it. Although I still am mad at the unions, me personally, this is the one thing my gripe with unions is that I can never get in any of them. Oh, really? They feel when I write things, when I edit things, they feel the shows I work on on World of Wonder don't count. They're not big enough to count for the union. So I'm just like, well, fuck me. Well, you hear that, uh, fans? (laughs) Write your local 230. So I, I, you think like, don't you want more people in the union? Let me in. Let me in. I want to be in a union. I want to go on strike. Well, not yet, because we got some comics and TV shows. I'm sorry, movies to talk about. I'm actually I'm striking for the rest of this uh, episode. Oh, you have to do my dreams no, have come true. Hello, everyone. <laughs> I'm Brett. Um, but yeah, I think let's let's talk about uh, a movie we saw. I would love a to Marvel movie we saw. I'd love to. What is that movie? Well, first, let's hit the music. I always feel like I'm watching a comic movie. Or TV. Woo! I'm sorry, what was your question? What movie is it that we saw? Well, it's Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, the end of James Gunn's Guardians of the Galaxy trilogy, Evil Jeff. That is correct. Woo! Should we say whether we loved it or hated it on three? On the count of three. Okay. Yes, I'll, I'll do the countdown. One, two, three. Girl. Loved it. Girl, What'd you girl, say? Wait, wait, oh, you just said girl. 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 <laughs> it was great. Loved it. Like, loved it. And I will tell you this. You can't watch this after watching Ant-Man and still think Ant-Man. And still think Ant-Man is good. I literally texted, oh, fuck Quantumania <laughs> to my friend Jamie. I was like, yeah, in retrospect, it, fuck Quantumania. Like, now I see what garbage that looks like. But here's like, the thing. From the character arcs, from the world building, like the way the aliens looked, the way, like the just the, like literally the the production design, 
everything on every level was so beautiful it's just perfect it was gorgeous i mean like nathan fillion in that dumb corn it's hilarious that suit was great because it looked like uh what are those um it reminded me of those tardigrades what are they called those little (laughs) yeah those microscopic pig things yeah i it was and here's the deal is marvel you that you need to have a meeting because you just gave up you first canceled way too prematurely and this is the thing too is they canceled james gunn for some tweets from like 2009 yeah that, 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 that were resurrected by some troll that he was already apologized for yeah and i think that's the thing is that people talk about cancel culture is in the end the people that deserve to be canceled deserve to be canceled and i think the real problem is a lot of times people just need to take a step back and real people get so scared that the mob is going to come after them when it's really like just use some common sense did this person rape somebody yes we're canceled goodbye i think they made a big mistake doing that cuz he's like i don't want to stay with marvel he's now the head of dc which and he i'm so excited for after seeing this movie he can't do anything wrong He's never failed to deliver on anything he's ever done. That's right. He's not even allowed to cast his brother and wife in things without people freaking out, even though his wife got the biggest laugh out of me in the entire movie. Oh, when she got shot? (laughs) Yes. It was great. It was great. I, but not only that, he's also casting half the people, half the cast of Peacemakers in it. I mean, the High Evolutionary is in Peacemaker. Yeah. They're, he's just using all of his favorite people. You know, he's also using a lot of his favorite tricks in this. This one felt very slither at times, mm-hmm. and we loved mm-hmm. to see it. There was a scene where, and spoilers abound, everybody. Yeah. If you have not seen Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, turn back now. This is your final warning. When the Guardians are releasing all of the High Evolutionaries' experiments and prisoners and Mantis sees that like horrific, I don't mm. even know what that little blob with legs. He's and like, she's thank like, thank you. He's like, thank you. <laughs> that was some slither shit and it was hilarious. And but here's the thing is, I think DC for a while, they relied on Zack Snyder, who was always a, a phony. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say Always a phony. Always a puff he daddy. Was some, it, it, was, it was all pomp. It was all like sound and fury signifying nothing. Nothing. And their difference was, it's like, oh, Marvel has kind of leaned into the Joss Whedonism of the joke, 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 series, series, series. And they're like, well, we're going to go the Chris Nolan route yeah. with Zack Snyder. Absolutely and affected by series, Nolan. Series, series. Absolutely. And then they started realizing, oh, wait, but James Gunn, who is kind of in that realm of joke, joke, serious joke, action, they're like, he's actually kind of the best at this. But this is where James Gunn is smart. He did not say, I'm now going to make every DC movie like a James Gunn show. No. He's like, I'm going to let universes stay separate. I'm going to let Batman be Batman. I'm going to let the, you know, I'm going to let the Joker be the Joker. I'm going to let, and then I'm going to have my stuff be my stuff. It's so smart. Marvel should be shaking in its boots because this Absolutely. could be the last great It's going to switch. Movie. I think it will. I think the energy and the momentum and the attention could switch over un- unless Marvel does the X-Men. Because the Marvel's trailer played. And I will love it because I love those characters, but it doesn't have the same gravitas. It doesn't seem to have the same cohesion of vision that this does. Yeah. I can't, I have a feeling the Marvels is not going to do well. I, I think that. 
Kevin Feige needs to let go. I think this was an exercise in trusting James Gunn completely. Exactly. And I, if they, I still hold that if they would have trusted Chloe Zhao completely, mm-hmm. Eternals would have been a much better movie. Yeah, because they had to, the things that made the Eternals bad is when they tried to revert it back. Let's put some jokes in it. Right. Let's put some of this stuff in it. Marvel it up. It's like that. Let's marvel it up where it's like, how about we don't marvel it up? Don't marvel it up. And let her just do her vision. I mean, I even hold looking back, like you shouldn't have ever let Edgar Wright go and let him have done whatever he wanted to do to Ant-Man. Yeah. And that's the the thing is I'm very interested in like, what was the thing that let him go that made him? Yeah. Leave? I mean, it probably was like he did things that didn't fit into overall macro narrative crossover plot. Who gives stuff. a shit? Well, and that's the other thing is where you, where we get too mad about um, things connecting. Um, let things be a little bit more separate. Although you got mad when things didn't connect with, uh, which I liked uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and you did not because of the Scarlet Witch. Well, uh, no, uh, yeah, it, it wasn't. It was like a complete nonsense place to put the Scarlet Witch to advance the plot that they wanted to hit. Like it didn't make any sense coming out of WandaVision, and I still hold that to be true. But the thing I loved about Guardians, back to Guardians, is that it was just about them. Yeah. It was just yeah. about the Guardians of the Galaxy, which was the most yeah. powerful part of it because it was very much about them. Every single character had some sort of an emotional arc and was in some way in a relationship-based story. Even stupid Cosmo, even Cosmo the telekinetic dog, Maria Bakalova's character, even her like, you called me a bad dog, say I'm a good dog. Even that was an emotional character arc. Like it doesn't need to be hard. It just needs to be steeped in relationship and about the way somebody feels. And it's yeah. going to work. And that's what he knows. Because that was what was behind everything. All of the beautiful visuals and the action, impeccable action sequences. It was about relationships and how each, we make each other feel. It was so good. Yeah, it was, it was great. And I think that's the thing is when you have... Like, I was watching the fights between like Nebula and Gamora and Peter... Um, when like Star Lord and all of them were fighting, it was like it was just like this is just written so well. I believe these relationships, and I think that's where it's like there's things where you can't you can't just phone that in. I have um, so much to say about those. Can we focus on those three characters yeah, right yeah. now? Because the so first good. thing I want to say is sitting there realizing the journey that nebula has oh, been on course. and realizing so how good. the fuck did she get the best character arc in the mcu nebula yeah and do and for me the apex of it was and this is the part the first time i cried in the movie is i didn't even cry um i didn't even cry with a lot of the rocket stuff um yeah no 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 yeah i agree but i cried when nebula found out rocket oh, was thank okay. you thank you because right there <laughs> There, but think about it. Go back, talk about the journey. How many scenes have Rocket and Nebula had together? They were the only two Guardians left during the blip. It was just those two. And they formed this beautiful friendship. And it's something that is so background, but so real and there. And then it all comes out in that moment. I mean, Karen Gillian in that moment was incredible. Yeah. She's great. 
She's great. And just the fact that Nebula and Gamora switched roles. They had a yeah. complete role reversal. Gamora is now the Nebula. Yeah. It's so good. And about Gamora, my friend Jamie said this. I'm going to cheer every time she's thrown off that cliff in Infinity War now because I love this Gamora so much more. She actually feels like the deadliest woman in the universe. Finally. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 really great. It also here's the thing is we love to shit on Chris Pratt in this sh- oh, podcast. Oh, let's talk. We love to shit on Chris Pratt. We and do. I and I Chris Pratt as a person, he's kind of gross. Um but However. ever since Parks and Rec, I always thought he was a hilarious actor, but he's really good in this. He's, he's so really good in this. Good. And Star-Lord is so good in this. Star-Lord is sympathetic and mm-hmm. heroic. Yeah, it's nothing I've ever felt towards that character before. I despise him in volume two. At the end of volume two, I was like, could they please just kill Star-Lord and Chris Pratt off? He is also so he's bad. annoying in Endgame and he's in and, uh, Infinity so War because he's the one that at least he admitted in this and this movie oh my admitted God, I lost my that temper. he is the reason I lost my temper. He's like and I'm half the world exactly. <laughs> but it's that it's that he had this like weird self awareness in this movie and it wasn't like you just got to put up with him because this is how this dickhead acts. No, like he's got shit that he's acknowledging and that he's choosing to work through and he's background. He's not the protagonist. He's the rocket. Another role reversal. Rocket becomes our lead protagonist, even dropping the line on rocket. Don't you get it? The story has always been yours. Hello. But then star Lord is now the backup and it worked. Yeah. Plus breaking star Lord's heart worked again, made him human and sympathetic. And uh, let's not forget. Oh, just another mention: the Ura Uda, Uda, the, love the person, her. the person they love took, her. The, she was in Suicide Squad. She was the Rat Girl. Oh wow! I love. He's her. just keeps. Yeah, he keeps. He's using. Oh, everybody. she's great. And Pete David, who Pete Davidson? He's in the in credits. Is he, one of the, is he one of the aliens? He's in the the very end of the credits, and I think yeah, it's I was in like, order of appearance. He? I don't know. Um, and then also let's remember Drax and Mantis are amazing in it too. Amazing, especially rapport. Mantis, like giving her a real relationship with Peter, the brother sister relationship that they unveiled in the holiday special. Brilliant, because now she's the one who's trying to like push Peter into fixing himself, getting over his trauma. Yeah, but then her and Drax are hilarious, and Drax. Steeping him so in his great. dadhood, in his fatherhood, mm-hmm. when that was his whole thing in the first movie, was that he lost his daughter. That was yeah. his whole thing. You're not and a you destroyer. Never heard about it again. You're a dad. And you're oh like, my oh. God. And he was so good with those stupid kids. And then that girl turned out to be Phyla fucking Vel. Hello. What is what is that? Can you, exp- is that from it's the other the half regular- of Moon Dragon, honey? Oh, right. Oh, okay. But just as a kid. Classic Guardian, she, just as a kid. But was she ever a kid in the comics? I don't think so. She was young. Oh, okay. You know, but it's All like right. the future Guardians. She's going to grow yeah, up to be yeah. Phyla Vell and meet her fabulous bald girlfriend. And also, uh, Adam Warlock 
It was oh, a great culture. I, I great. love that he, because it was funny being like, why are they choosing him? And they're like, oh, he's comedic relief, actually. He's comic relief. Why? He's stupid. Why did they cast him? Oh, that's why. And I will tell you this. I don't know. I never read a lot of, I don't read a lot of Guardian, so I don't know much about Warlock's character yeah is, is i'm he sure stupid? like no is hard, he stupid hard, in the no. comics no he's too. boring he's boring <laughs> superhero guy in the comics he's like he's no like long shot in the outback era you know what i mean i don't think he yeah. is anyway wait are you saying long shot was boring naive or stupid oh naive okay where is long shot all right <laughs> i miss long shot i do too i do too um Okay, can we talk about Groot? Groot. Groot. Yeah. How did you interpret his last line? Um, I think that that last line, he actually was saying, I am Groot. I completely disagree. Because <laughs> he was like, I am Groot. And when he says, I am Groot, it actually sounds like something else. No, you're saying that he probably did say, I am Groot, but we finally understood what he was saying. Is yeah, yeah, say? yeah. Just because the whole, the the Gamora scene where he was like, I am she Groot. And she just went, saying. yeah, thanks. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's it's when he lets you in. Uh-huh. Okay. And he let us in. Yeah. I, that, I cried big time. Oh, like Jesus it, that, that that connection came like 15 seconds after he said it. I was like, I, at first I was like, oh, that's stupid. And I was like, oh no, wait, it's us. It's us understanding. And I started crying. I cried so much in this movie. Did you cry both times when you watched it? Cause you yes. saw it twice. Yes, I saw it twice. I cried both times. I think I cried at the rocket stuff more the second time actually. Um, <clears throat> I think I didn't cry as much because as soon as I met those people, the other animals, I'm like, well, they're all gonna die. <laughs> They're like, all gonna die. I was like, so I prepped uh, myself. So it reminded for me. It. Do you know what it reminded me of? Um, Grant Morrison's We Three with the dog and the cat and the rabbit. It does. Oh, it does. Yeah. Yes. Big time. Um, uh, Rocket. My God. There. Are, I do love James Gunn being like this. Has been Rocket's trilogy all along. I love that. There was some really cool superhero shit with him at the end. There was a shot where he was walking to go find those baby raccoons and he was just framed in this giant doorway in shadow, like with his uniform and his gun. And I was like, gun just gave him like a dramatic superhero shot with no wink, wink. It's a raccoon. Mm -hmm. Like the whole end of the movie gun treated rocket. Like he is top tier Marvel hero up there with Iron Man. And we fucking love it. Yeah. And I think that's the way you said it. Like it's treated the way I will tell you so this because also seeing this with a storyboard artist who is basically a, a DP, he Joe loved it. So. Wow, <laughs> which is very hard wow. to do with First Joe. First time on this show, I think I've ever heard that. <laughs> But I think it's also because he was like, yeah, he's like all of these action scenes, every moment it's shot with purpose. It's intentional. It's not exactly it's, everything's intentional. That is the like, word you know, for we this have, movie. Like the the tunnel scene, like there was technically there, like when the, they go through the, the hallway, when they try to go through that hallway. Uh, I, and listen, they have to, the no sleep till Brooklyn scene. 
Yeah. It's my favorite action sequence in a Marvel movie. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. It reminded me a lot of the Kingsman church scene. Yes, exactly. The where first it was like, person. now we're just going to have a, we're going to have a moment and just watch but as never, we follow one. They follow them each one by one yeah. as they're killing everybody. Yeah. And I've never seen that first person um, uh, action sequence like uh, Kingsman with CGI in the mix. That was really cool. Yeah. Now, I will say, here's my some quips. Things that just a little didn't make sense. And not not that it takes away from me liking the movie. Okay. I don't like it when they (laughs) murdered all of these people in the hallway. Star-Lord murders poor Nico Santos. I was going to say, how about Nico Santos? Murders. And then Rocket and them go to kill the High Evolutionary. And he's like, I'm not going to kill him because we're... Because we're the guardians. And I was like, you've killed so many people already. I, I to my friend. I was like, they, <laughs> they just killed that man. They just killed him. But I mean, he did blow up on that ship. So he's dead. No, I know. I mean, um, Nico Santos. I was like, they just. Yeah. No. Oh, him. for Nico. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's God. what I'm saying. So. So when they said, like, we're not going to kill you because we're guardians. Yeah. Like, first, you're yeah, leaving they, him to blow up on a ship. So you are so killing you are. him. I thought that just didn't make it. I will just say that made no sense. I was like, I don't, I don't understand that. Right, right. I, you know, I think it could be interpreted as like Rocket is not going to give into rage or the lower impulses because he's a guardian. But but um, you should but I, kill I, the I, high evolutionary because he's evil. Yeah. And he literally just genocided. That was the other thing I did not like. You know how I feel about genocide. I know. I but don't that's like a very having high in the background. Thing. That's a very know, high evolution, like to wipe it all clean. No, kill them all. Like it's very. Heavy. I know, but I thought they would save them, and I'm like, oh, they're all just blowing up now. They saved well, the shit. future. Them, they saved all the other animals. Yeah, but that whole world got oh, blown up. I know, and I feel once you blow up a world, sorry, Jean Grey, uh, you can be shot in the head. You can shoot him in the head. It's not like, oh, I'm above this. No, they just murdered a billion people. I think you can shoot them in the head. Call me crazy. Call me crazy, but <laughs> that's a bad thing. Yeah. High Evolutionary. Um, okay, I just said the hall- the hallway sequence, No Sleep Till Brooklyn, was my favorite action scene in a Marvel movie. Hi to my favorite villain ever in a Marvel movie. Yeah, he's great. Great. You know, there's a whole. I mean, you could tell. I mean, he was great in Peacemaker too. Oh, he's a fantastic. As well, did he die in Peacemaker? Uh, yeah, he was taken over by that alien, and he died. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wuji was fantastic. He took it. He took it right from Thanos and Loki. Just took it. Took it away. And a lot of people are being like, "Okay, now, so can we get rid of Majors and just say this guy's a variant?" And then just cast. What Chewy are they going to do about that? That's a big, big problem. I will tell you this because at first I was like, "Oh, maybe this will all blow over." Because as bad as as I definitely think he did something horrible to that woman, she was very much like being like, "No, nothing happened." Ugh. I mean, however, she probably no, got paid off, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. It seemed like, oh, it was just one. However, oh, right, his agent dropped him. Yeah. And his PR dropped him. And I was like, oh, Then Marvel should have dropped him. But for me, it's like, if your agent and your PR drop them, that means they're like, and you're working a Marvel movie, that means you're probably the top people at this. You're fucking, what's the girl from Scandal? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, You're you're just like, this is what I do. I clean up messes. And they looked at it and were like, 
yeah, I'm out. I'm not gonna be able to fix this. So I don't be know footage or something. There's there's probably or, or footage or it's like a Cosby thing. And there's a bunch of people waiting in the like wings waiting. ready to say something. Yeah. A lot of hands raised in the room. Yeah, so they need to figure they need to figure that out. Cause because it doesn't it just really doesn't and, and that's the other thing is even if all those other allegations uh were false, which I don't believe they are, the one thing that does seem everybody agrees on is that he's like really mean to everybody on set. And that we're he's just a total with asshole. Like when we're yeah. done. We're Leah, like, we don't need any more Allens. No more Allens. Like, who the fuck are you? Well, I think that's the reason is that there's some actors that want to act because they love the craft. There's some actors that want to act because they're dads didn't love them some actors want to act because they're narcissists with a power complex right what if you're all and three? he's one of those oh my god well well no you can't be all three because the first one's the the actual loving to act i don't think you do i don't think you'd be a narcissist if you truly love the craft oh, true, true like me that's why no i'm just kidding <laughs> um i uh <laughs> what are you laughing at nothing um. Anyway, they need to figure it out because I'm just very worried that I that I basically am very worried this is going to be my last like Marvel movie I'm going to really like. I I mean like I'm at the point I'm like do we just like can we, do we just scrap the whole multiverse saga <laughs> like just kidding <laughs> we're not well yeah it, we have to go through this whole multiverse saga when we should just go to the X Men. I'm not that that excited for Secret I'm not Wars. Excited I'm I, not that. I told you, like it's, the whole premise is like, and now what's gonna be what's gonna top the end game portal scene? Oh, the same shit, but this time we're gonna bring in Ben Affleck Daredevil too, and Jessica Alba Sue Storm also, and Halle Berry Storm. Like and it's like, oh, that's I know, not, but that's I, not I, it. That's it's not but it. it's not it anymore because everybody's do everybody's doing that. We already did it in no way. We already did it in no way home. That's the best. You're not going to get be- not better gonna get than better the act than, than all the three Spider-Mans. I mean, we hell. literally have two separate Spider-Man movies that have a multiverse. We have Titans, which has a multiverse. We now have the flash movie coming out, which is a multiverse. We have an multiverse movie that won every single Oscar on the planet about, a which multiverse. was a multiverse. Yeah. Multiverses are not the big, Ooh, wow. It's just not it. Although, all right, I am excited for Kihi Kwan in Loki. So yeah, I will like no, me too, me too, me too. I'm gonna. But like, they need to just go, like, just go to X Men, just I'm do the like fucking X Men. Like, I think I'm gonna be more into the whole. Like, just make it all about the scrolls. I'm way into the scroll shit. I'm also just very scared in general because I also feel I don't. I'm not. I'm very scared about where the X Men comics are going. Did you and see the we're promo? Not doing, uh, the promo for the, Fall of X. It's just the word the, rebirth the, in Krakoan. Uh, no, I also couldn't find um, the free comic book. Did you read that? No. The free comic book day was the beginning of the of the of the Ultimate X Men or the. Oh, what is it, the, and that's that's another not, thing. not the Ultimate X, but the, Aven- the, the uncanny uncanny Avengers. Oh, the un- oh, it was. Or what? Yeah, it was like show. It was the beginning of like how it's going to lead up to. Oh, that. okay. It was like Rogue. And Listen, we've Psylocke seamlessly started talking about X Men comic books, so we should. Um, Are we? Let's put a button on Guardians. Yeah, what's your, it was what's great. Your final? I mean, what else can we say? It's fucking amazing. Um, do you put it over the first one? 
Um, just to have like a rote ranking conversation. I, I, for me, it's the same thing with like Scream. No, no matter how good the Scream movie is, it's always going to be the first one. The first one is the first one. So but I'll no, tell you it's this: it's not as good as the first one. I checked it's, in. I like it better than the second one. I check. Oh God, I hate the second one. I checked in with my MCU rankings, and Miss Guardians three. She broke the top ten. Oh, definitely. Oh, dev, 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 definitely in the top ten. Yes. Great. Um. Yeah, I need to revisit that whole list to see officially where it will stand. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard for um, me to put it over something like Infinity War. No, that one. And I will say that's the other thing Marvel doesn't have anymore. Where Endgame, Infinity War, where all of these the amazing of characters. The properties coming to get, yeah. Where now it's just like, uh-oh, it looks like Kamala and She-Hulk. You're like, no one, it's just not enough for people to give a shit about. Exactly. Sorry. Like as we're we're continuing to scrape the barrel of characters, you still need the big. You need the big guns. Yes, exactly. The big James guns. You okay, need. You need. Anyway. Your, uh, anyway. <laughs> Let's talk about X Men. Hit that music, bitch. I was reading X Men comics in a cocktail bar. That much is true. Yeah. I am I'm worried about where all this is going. I'm worried it's going to be bad, Brett. Why are you worried about that? I'm just scared that I want to know why when they're like, oh, fall of X, I'm just scared they're wanting to do some kind of reset. And they want to like reset it back to the mansion. I feel like they want to reset it back to the mansion and there's no resurrection. I mean... Haven't we always known this day was going to come? I just. What if I'd they like don't? To... They could keep it on Krakoa. All right. Well, let's. All right. I'm, I mean, I'm going to keep my mind open. I will tell you this right now. This Immortal X-Men that came out was fucking kick ass. Immortal X-Men number 11. We get Storm finally saying what the fuck she wants to say in it's her head. Great, it's not like a great day for Storm, though. Not a great day. No. But let's talk about Storm, as we've said this whole entire time. Storm is the only one that's kind of like knows what the fuck is the right thing to do. She's I the will only say one with I her w- head screwed on right. Yes. Um, but but she's not perfect. And we'll get to that later where Emma fucking calls her shit out um, in an amazing way. But we start with... Uh, Storm brings up Xavier and she kind of talks about the whole thing of like, you told me that I was, you know, that I thought I was a god and that, you know, you accused me of, of how do you say the word? Hubris? Is that how you say that? Yeah, word? Hubris, hubris. Excessive pride. Um, you accused me of hubris and it was like, you, 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 you fucking, how dare you? And then look what happened. We all saw this future where you were like, thought you would just like lead this crazy cult, which is kind of what he's doing now. And here's the one thing that I will just say. I've been thinking, all right, Brett, it's dangerous. I've been thinking. I've been taking some walks. I took a walk the other day and I was thinking about the X-Men. And I I was thinking about there's just some problems with Krakoa in general that I just feel aren't addressed, which is, which we've kind of brought it up. 
But especially with all the horrible things that are happening in America, with all these crazy laws that are passing and everything, yeah, I do feel Krakoa leans more towards fascism and eugenics than any other go- type of government. And that is concerning to me. <laughs> do you... Okay. I mean, there is and a council, you know, with... with it, it is... I guess it kind of doesn't really feel like a representative government. You know, you it's don't- a council based on a superior race. Yeah. And only the people of that race can come in. And if there's something wrong with you and you die, you can be reborn. No, but fixed. it's not fascism. It's more isolationism than anything else. But um, I'm saying it's, but I feel the eugenics of it. Because I'll say this, and I'm going to bring, remember when we- Eugenics um, pe- of it? The, the eugenics of it. Remember when we what? got called out, when we were like, why was karma brought back with her leg? And people were like, hey, that's ableist. It we is. were like, oh, you're right. That is ableist. And fuck us. However, yeah, it brings up a whole point of, of, of the idea that Krakoan rebirthing is a way to get rid of all disabilities, which is eugenics. So it's a very dangerous thing, this whole resurrection that process. That is true. I mean, you do have a reality ma- manipulator standing over you know, your cocoon like, let's just perfect exactly. you a little bit. Let's perfect you. And that is problematic. I mean, but they've been good about, like, not really doing that, though. People have maintained their original states. Sure, they've asked to not remember. I will say this, though. I I wish they would address it. Rather than just bringing back karma with the leg, I think these are conversations that need to be had because I think they're important. And all of that being said... I think the only person that knows what the fuck is re- what the real deal is is fucking Storm. And what I want all of this fall to X to lead to is that Storm is just in charge of it. It's Storm supremacy. Oh. And yes. there is a thing where she realizes I can't be in two places at once. Um, so she's going to ask Colossus, but I do almost think like you do need to be in charge of everything. You need to be in charge of everything because otherwise it's all going to go bad. Sorry. I mean, no, that's true. I mean, it's kind of like what Nightcrawler has been saying all along. Like there, to me, I think, you know, Storm has the spark, you know, like, yeah, the spark is inventiveness, but it's also morality and it's also doing the right thing and having your head screwed on right. And, you know, that line of like, we forgot to be people in the um, Sons of X book. Um, You know, we forgot to act like humans. Like, you know, the first word of homo superior is homo. Yeah. And I, I, and I think what she's seeing is, yes, the sinister thing basically tapped in. And and, the, and she saw in the future that, oh, this is when, when the sinister taps in, this is what these people become. And what she's noticing is not, she knows everyone has the potential to be evil. She was once became a vampire. She was taken over by Inferno. She's had bouts where she's doused in evil, but she's known, she's regretted and come back. And I think she's looking at like, how are they reacting to now knowing what they did? Yes. And she sees hope and hope is off. Hope fucking tries to fucking kill Exodus. Cause she's like, you fucking killed me. You said I was a Messiah. It was all a joke. Fuck you. And then she was, she realizes that she, he storm realizes she was, Hope is acting this way because she is so ashamed of how she acted. Yes, yes. And that's where Storm was like, there's hope for her. 
no pun intended, but she's like, okay, she gets it. I think Hope's going to be okay. Xavier, I don't think Xavier gets what he's done. So I don't trust him. I don't fuck with him. No, I don't fuck with him. Emma, however, Emma, it's so great because Emma is like, yeah, I was evil, whatever. I've been evil before, but I'm not evil now, whatever. What are you going to do? And she's like, I don't know if you're, and she's like, yeah, but guess what, bitch? (laughs) Know who wasn't evil? You. You. And it took you fucking- Five years. Oh, five fucking years to figure it out? Because you weren't. She's like, how dare you? And I was like, oh, shit. Because you weren't paying attention. (laughs) That's what it, like, not you're stupid. You weren't but paying that attention. You weren't paying attention. Oh, fucking Emma. Fucking just, oh, I fucking and, you know, love this character. And she's like, listen, don't sit there and like act all high and mighty that you don't want thrones and Arako and queenship is wrong. Like, take it from me. You love it. You know, like you're talking out of both sides of your mouth and you're going to go off and play Queen of Mars right now instead of being here and helping us through this. So yeah. bye. Because basically Forge, she got Forge to figure out, okay, where is apparently the sinister DNA, it's attached to their DNA in another dimension, like in a somehow, and they figured it out, but they still aren't 100% sure if that'll take care of it, if that will fully purge it. So technically, none of them are allowed to vote on the council. Right. So Exodus, Hope, um, Emma and Xavier, they can be on the council and advise, but they don't get a vote. And I will say, uh, yeah, so that's very interesting. They that's- should be replaced because now you have a council of five votes, which now is getting us da- now, you know, now we're getting dangerously close to fascism. I mean, or dictatorship anyway. Especially because is there more bad guys than good guys uh, on the voting council? And I think the other issue that we have that Xavier said is he's like, but you can't prove that it's gone. They're like, well, we'll never know if it's gone. And he's like, okay, well, then does that mean I can never fucking vote? And it is a thing of like, when are you going to trust us? When can we vote? And that is a, who knows? I don't know. But, ugh. TBD, we'll circle back, put a pin in it. I fucking, this is what I wanted Immortal X-Men to be. It's all politics. And this is what I and fucking drama, like the kind of lesbian drama that's brewing between, uh-oh, Trouble in Paradise, Destiny, and Mystique. Thank you, Mother Righteous. <sighs> Mother fucking Righteous. So Mother Righteous left a little thing for Mystique. Now, is this basically the thing of her... Basically letting Mystique know that Destiny let the world turn to shit because she knew it was the longest she could be with Mystique. Is that yes. what it is? Yes. And is Mystique going to be really mad about that, though? I, I think so. Oh, no. What are they going to do if they break up? <laughs> if Destiny gets dumped by Mystique. Ugly divorce. Oh, shit. But especially when, but also when she can see the breakup coming. Oh, girl. Oh, boy. (laughs) But she's going to be like, at least she's still alive. And I get it. And there was that moment where Storm was like about to like, yeah, I know. I remembered why I wanted to fuck Forge. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. The old magic. Um, Also, Shaw is going to buy Krakoa. Like, he's like, if this place is done, (laughs) he sees it coming. He's like, this place is it's not going to last. Yeah, but he's buying it with the help of Mother Righteous, which means that she's totally oh, deal with the devil. Him. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't believe any of that shit. 
And then at the end of the day, Storm's like, whew, what a bunch of assholes. I hate my coworkers. I hate them. I hate them. Except you work, bestie. I love you, Colossus. I'm going to tell you all my secrets in my pin code. And he's like, all right. He's like, cool. Cool, sis. And here's the thing I don't understand is why is Destiny not seeing that Colossus is a traitor? And why aren't, why isn't his brother making a move? I know, right? What are you waiting for? Jesus. What are you waiting for? Well, I'll tell you what I'm waiting for. Sons of X. Sons of X. This, I did not, this went in a direction. And suddenly I feel better about Uncanny Spider-Man. Yes. Which is an upcoming title. It looks like Nightcrawler... While his mom, was it not his mom, the person who raised him, right? Yeah, his adoptive mother. His adoptive mother had him turn into a monster. It looks like they were just sending him out murdering people. Just assassinating politicians. And so now that they finally were able to get rid of his demon side and get rid of that, because Mother Righteous basically just sucked up. And now I understand Mother Righteous's power, which we'll get into a second. Yeah. Um, she basically killed um, his his adopted mother, and and he's now back to normal. However, because he's they still are like, oh, there's a ba- the guy was bamfing in and murdering people. So he basically is like, oh, I have to leave Krakoa because, uh-oh, everyone thinks I'm murdering. Um, yeah, they're harboring politicians and world murder, leaders, yeah, an assassin. Yeah, which means why he has to put on and become the uncanny Spider Man. That makes sense. It makes sense. He's on the run, but he still wants to do good and fix his wrongs. So it makes total sense, actually. But this is the first time, and I don't know if I just didn't get it before, but if you thank Mother Righteous, it seems like that She's is what She's got some sort of gets, hold over you. She, it, it's, it causes, a, like, it's a, it's a bonding spell to her. Yeah, and so that's why um, Dominion ending with Storm saying, thank you, Mother Righteous, was a big deal. Yes. So you're like, fuck. And that's the thing is we're like, why are we just trusting her? Because I think if you just say thank you, then you have this bond and then you do trust her. Yeah. I think the trust comes after the spell You fall under her thrall. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, that's a good power. But she was outsmarted by uh, Legion because he was able to kind of disappear himself. What did he do? I hate when you ask me these questions. Why? Well, you don't remember. I don't know. I didn't get it. No, that's <laughs> not true. Um, blindfold helped him. And did is this kind of what he did the last time at the end of his comic before Krakoa? Didn't he kind of disappear himself from the timeline? At I'm not the sure. End of that comic? Because I think Blindfold died. No, did she die in that one? No, she died in the Uncanny X-Men. But I think at the end of that, he disappeared himself. Um, so basically, he outsmarted her. I, I, this is all, basically, it's all, it's all one big story. It's all starting to coalesce into like one huge story now. Yeah, like one that crosses all of the titles. Yeah, and I'm I'm really into it. Well, there is that, and then there's the whole separate idea of because we now are getting we have Mother Righteous, we have Mikhail, uh, Colossus's brother, 
we have the beasts, all of the beasts, and we have Moira. Mm-hmm. And those are the new villains coming after us. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm here I feel like they're it. all coming at once. Uh-huh. I wonder if they're coming to Krakoa and then Beast does something in retaliation or or in like to counter and it's horrific. Well yeah, I have a feeling that Beast I have a feeling Beast is like cuz he's like I'm they don't know, they don't appreciate what I'm doing. I'm doing this all for Krakoa. I'm doing this all for Krakoa. I think there's going to be a final point where they're like fuck you Beast and he's like fine, then fuck all of you and he'll turn fully against them. Yeah. I um I'm looking at the Legion versus Mother Righteous thing and like it basically boils down to he's just like with with blindfold at his side doing some shit in the background. He's just more powerful. Yeah. That's all. And basically it comes down to like, you know, the faith that was established in Mother Righteous by him thanking her. It's not as powerful as the hope that he has in Kurt that Kurt represents. Yeah. Ah. <sighs> Tricky stuff. Tricky stuff. Tricky, tricky, tricky. And I love that it ends with a paint, a reveal of a painting by um, Weaponless Zen, who paints the truth. It looks like, it looks like he's being about to be like crucified. crucified. On an X yeah. on an X. Or he was just having a fun night of bondage at the Eagle. <laughs> I think it's that. Um, we, there was also another book we didn't get to talk about last week. Which is uh, Captain Britain. Betsy Braddock, Captain Britain, number three. Um, not much happened in it. Um, we just, uh, it's just more Morgan Le Fay versus Betsy. But I just like this book. And I also like this book that had a thing where we actually had Rachel and Betsy talking about the use of their psychic powers with each other in a relationship. Yeah. And I found that interesting of just like, well, you don't just read my mind. It was like, no, well, I can, but I don't. But but there's times where I just feel things and I can kind of sometimes think. I can just tell. Like, I just like the idea that it's like, oh, yeah, this if it's your two psychics, this is a They're conversation. Just, it's a little you, like, it's like you porous. have to have. Yeah. It's like slippery. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's a lot of really good relationship stuff between Betsy and Rachel here is like doubt creeps into their relationship. Um, yeah. You know, we meet up with Pete Wisdom and Excalibur with Faiza Hussein. That's great. Um, you know, we've got problems with Morgan Le Fay and the Furies and, you know, do what I say, you fools kind of stuff. Um, I think my favorite part, though, was the end where Psylocke courts Tony Stark while Morgan Le Fay courts Doctor Doom. Yeah. Like, oh, way to heighten, way to elevate. Yeah. Fun. Fun. The X-Men are still in a fun place. For now. Unlike where they are in the rest of the world, which is just nowhere, still pissing me off. Just nowhere. Can we just give me a TV show or something? Well, I guess X- we're going to get the X Men cartoon. Yeah, but still, but that's not that's not real. I know, I know, it's not real. But Gambit's in it. Yes, and we have good Magneto, and good Magneto, and Sunspot. Oh, I did see the picture of Sunspot. Yay. He's fun. But is he going to be like kid Sunspot or fun, smart guy Sunspot now? Maybe a little bit of both. I guess we'll have to wait and find out. I guess so, sugar. <laughs> oh, oh, my right. goodness. Oh, we talked well. about a lot. We did. We did. We did. A lot of fun stuff. A lot of fun. 
Uh, we didn't talk about Titans, but next week is the finale. Yeah. Um, so I think we'll cover Titans next week. Yeah, that sounds great. And we'll cover some Yellow Jackets. That too, sounds great. Although one thing I do want to talk about. was fucked up. Titans. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Um, Mercy is Mercy Graves, Lex's assistant. Yes. Okay, which we, we got figured, that. Which yeah. we, did. we had a few I, listeners. Yes. We had a few listeners be like, hey, dummies. Uh, uh, well, sorry. But it was explained this episode. That's I just needed one extra episode. But, but she, and then yeah, it was all explained. It wasn't explained because <laughs> she was in the first half of the episodes. I know, but I'm not expected to remember everyone's goddamn name. I know, name. that mid-season finale was so long. Yeah. Cut, cut us some slack. I have Alzheimer's. Yeah. Also, cut us some slack. Yeah. Okay. Rant over. And by that, I mean the episode. Yes. Guys, thank you for listening. And please keep tuning in. We got more faggotry and Marvel and X-Men and just other comics in general. And ew, maybe we'll even cover a DC comic. We did love a DC movie. Listen, this is going to become a DC show in like a year, I predict. I know, right? And I'm just going to let you know something. If you recently watched Guardians of the Galaxy and you thought it was great, well, I hate to break it to you, Uh but that makes you (gasps) queer. Queer. Bye. 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 Bye.